Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all. From flowy summer dresses to those must-have espadrilles and Levi's skirts, Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals, let me tell you, they're a game changer for all-day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long, so I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind. So you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rath, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. It's not just any Monday. What is it? It is the Monday after the Oscars. And daylight savings time. Daylight savings time. (laughs) It is Miley Cyrus's new album, Long Weekend. And I think we're going to get into all that stuff. But most importantly, how are you doing with the time change? Well, I'm doing fine. I don't wake up at like 5 a.m. like you do. So I'm just fine. <laughs> you I mean, I'm tired. I woke up, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, when I woke up this morning, I was like, it feels earlier than it is. But I still feel like I woke up at like a decent, decent time. hour and I slept really hard. So, you know, I, I've, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I have like a hard time staying asleep. A lot of time it's been because Phoebe like is up all night coughing and then I got that under control, but I feel like I'm still like kind of awake at all times. But last night I was like out. Oh. So it feels really it's just like nice to go through the night and get into like REM cycle. Right. And just stay there. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> been there in a minute. Haven't been in REM? Haven't been in REM. I've been like in and out of REM. Robbie's been waking me up more when he gets up to go to the bathroom, which never used to happen for me. I used to just sleep through everything. Yeah. So something to think about. Did that change when you got sunny? No, this changed like a month ago. Why? I don't know. I might need to start taking edibles. (laughs) I'm so on board with that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because, yeah, I'm not sleeping. But what's interesting is, so the last like three weeks, we've gotten off coffee and alcohol. We just like, we're like, we're just stopping and just seeing how it goes. Right. So Saturday night, we went to one of his best friend's uh, birthday dinners and so I was like, okay, we're going to go. And we're going to drink tonight because it's going to be like a fun night. Yeah. Right. I had three martinis and martinis are, are stiff. Basically just liquor. Yeah. 
So we had like a really good time. We were out till maybe midnight, which really in the time change is 1 a.m., <laughs> right? So the well, next morning yeah. was the Oscars. <laughs> I'm not sure that's actually. We'll go with but. that. <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning was the Oscars, and I had this idea where I was like, I wanted to see Sophia at some point during the day. And I was like, what would be less annoying to her? I wanted to surprise her. Yeah. Would be just to do it at her house before she even like leaves to go get ready and yeah. stuff. Right. So I was coordinating with Paulina, her sister. Yes. What the best time. Well, I don't know. Some people listening might You're not right. know. These are new. Yeah. Um, coordinating in terms of like timing when to get there. So it first started out like be here around like 830, which I thought was totally normal. I wake up around seven o'clock on the weekends anyway. So I was like, no problem. Right. It kept getting pushed like earlier and earlier by like 30 minute increments on that night while I'm like drinking my lychee martinis. Oh, no. So I'm like setting my alarm. Robbie and I got up at like 545 on Sunday. Oof. Which to, is like 445. To, no, no, sorry. No. It was 645. Uh, so it was so really like 545. Yeah, you yeah. can't have it both ways. Yeah. So that, yeah. <laughs> so and it just ended up being like a jam packed day. So we couldn't just like come back home and like nap. Our Sunday was like. Full. My parents were coming up for brunch. We did the sound bath with the Lautners. Oh, yeah. I had work. So it was just like a whole day. Yeah. Um. So I was just a total disaster yesterday. And I think it's ro- rolling over into today. It does. It do be doing that. Yeah. It do rolls be. over. I got to say. Is that a Louisiana expression? <laughs> that sounds regional. That it, feels like it TikTok. It do be doing that. That oh, feels maybe. like TikTok lingo a little bit. Um. But maybe a little bit of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um. I was going to say, you posted a video of y'all out and you were like, something about our first time drinking. And it was like, I had a moment of us being in Vegas. (laughs) I saw the look in his eyes (laughs) that took me back to Vegas. And I was like, oh no. We both hit like a point where we were just like, this is the point of no return. Yeah. (laughs) It was fun. We had like the best night. So it was like totally great time. But I also don't, you don't realize, like, we were both really puffy the next morning. I'm like, you don't realize how alcohol affects you until you don't drink it for a little bit. It's poison. Yeah. It literally is poison. Yeah. But I'm still really glad we did it because being able to see her the morning of the Oscars was, like, really special. Getting to surprise her. She was really happy. So it was fun. I mean, that is so epic to be nominated for an Oscar, to perform at the Oscars. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Um feel very proud of her. I yeah. know you feel proud of her. We'll get into it when we talk, when we do our Oscars oh, recap. recap. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, so Friday night, Haley had told me like earlier, I guess when Hungry Heart came out, she was like, so uh, Steve Aoki's going to be in LA and he wants me to perform Hungry Heart. And I was like, oh, that's so fun. <laughs> what? I'm laughing because I know what you're going to say. What? What you, what you were texting me over the weekend. Like, I'm too old for this stuff. Oh, I am. Yeah. yeah. And um, so... As the the concert's getting closer, she's like, so I I don't think I'm going on to like 1130. And I'm like, what? Like, are we going to go out before that? Because the last time, the only time we've ever done that was for the Taylor Swift Grammys party. We left at like 11 p.m. That was crazy, but it was Taylor Swift. Like, you do what you do. EDM. I've never been to an EDM show, <laughs> and that late, I was just not prepared for it. They don't start till like, what, 10? I don't think he 11? went on till 10. Yeah. And so... We got there and she performed and stuff. It was fun, but like, I don't know how people stand. They're packed in there. It is the craziest thing. It's a lifestyle. It's so you much cake to too. Oh, okay. I didn't know about the cake thing. <laughs> Stevie Oki like throws full cake, sheet cake, and people ask for it. And mm-hmm. there's even like zones where it's like, hey, if you don't want to get cake on you, like don't stand here. It's like a splash <laughs> zone for cake. 
And he throws like 16 of them. It's crazy. Oh Six? God. I thought it was one cake a show. Oh, so no. Wasteful. He's he's increased it. I think it's basically, well, it's still wasteful, but I think it's basically frosting. I think if it was a full cake, it would be too dense. Right, he like, like drills like that people. Would be, yeah. And he has an impeccable aim. So <laughs> we left after Haley performed on Friday night at the LA show. And then we wake up Saturday and... Haley was like DMing with him like that was so fun last night and he was like let's do it again and she was like you tell me when and he was like tonight in San Francisco so that was on a whim yes oh wow. my god so she's like do you want to go to San Francisco <laughs> I'm gonna perform with him tonight and say like we fly up That's tonight pretty cool yeah it was cool but I'm like <laughs> I was like so tired and she was tired she's like th- that was yesterday was basically her one day to just like rest and she was I was like I think you like I don't think you can say no. No. So we fly up and... I know I'm the world's blandest human. We talked about that before the show started. But that, for some reason, that's exciting to me. Someone saying to me, you want to go to San Francisco right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, it, that's exciting. It's very, Did like, you take a private jet? We took a JSX, which is, oh, okay, you know, okay. easy. Next best thing. Yeah, next best thing. Um, and so we went up there. We went and had dinner, had some pasta. And then we went directly with our bags to the show. <laughs> and, like, we got to the venue and... They were like, we got to go. Like, you got to. So she's like putting on her in-ears and stuff. And like, we're walking to the stage. It was crazy. But we stayed the whole show. And then we got, she got to throw a cake, hit someone right in the face. Nice. It was, it was crazy. But you know what's really interesting? I didn't have a sip of alcohol all weekend. Well, I did yesterday at Bert's party. But like during the Steve Aoki concert. Yeah. And you were. I had a great time. No, you don't need alcohol to have a bad time. But I always have felt like in those settings where you're a little bit uncomfortable or like you're kind of like, this is not my scene. Like a drink makes you kind of relax. But I was like, I think it was so crazy. Like Haley performing and we got there so fast that there was no time to like think about alcohol. I enjoy the feeling of the alcohol. Like I like feeling buzzed. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Me too, it's not but... about like comfort and stuff. And it's also like <laughs> what I realized when we said when we said we were going to stop drinking. I was at an industry event <laughs> and there was just it was like open bar. And I just would always just go and get a glass of wine or have like maybe I'd have two glasses of wine. I don't need it. I don't need to be more comfortable. I know, every, you know, I know enough people here. But I think the buzz is the comfort. Right. Yeah. But it was just as easy for me to like, because I'd made that decision that we weren't going to be yeah. drinking. So I was like, yeah, I don't need it. And then I felt better the next day. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So then the next day we had a morning flight and I just, I was just tired yeah. from the time change, but I didn't feel like bad or anything. And I was like, yeah, I do think it hits you differently. It liked it. Cause I remember when I was in college, I was working at a morning show, going to college, working a morning show live every day, like waking up at 4am, going to like date dashes, all this stuff, all running on no sleep. And I was just doing it perpetually for like years. It was because you had dark hair. Yeah, but <laughs> that I was, was dark hair, I Tanya. I was 21, 22, you know what yeah. I mean? Now I'm 35 and it hits different. Like I need two days to recover from one night of drinking. Yeah, it does hit different. It does. Yeah. I can't imagine what I'm going to be like at 45. Although I will say we got back to the hotel and took an edible. And for I don't know how long there was a moment where we just like sat in silence, like staring at nothing. And I was like, how long have we been sitting here in silence? Like it was almost like we had a moment where we were just like coming down. Like, Tired. And we stayed at the the one hotel, which is like the, we stayed there in Nashville. It's the most beautiful hotel chain ever. And but their snacks are all like healthy, organic snacks and they don't have like soda or anything. So I when I was like ready to eat, I didn't feel horrible. I was yeah. like. Don't eat some healthy stuff. Yeah. So that's great. 
a busy weekend. And then we got back and we had Brittany's birthday yesterday. And mm. so we were there and then we got home at like seven, had the Oscars on both passed out on the couch for like, I don't know, an hour. And then got up and got ready for bed and went to sleep. <laughs> Here we yeah, are. We I missed you at the sound bath. I actually have I know. two things to, I totally forgot them at home. So I'll bring them to you. But um, Tay Lautner, who we had on as a guest, did a sound bath for her foundation, Lemons by Tay. And so Robbie and I went to it yesterday and I've never done a sound bath before. I had no idea what to, I mean, I kind of knew what to expect. Like I knew the sounds and stuff, but it was very, um, yeah. Yeah. Makes me want to sleep. That's the goal. It's like to get you into like this really deep Zen place. But what's so funny <laughs> is we lay down and I immediately have to pee. And I'm like, oh no. Oh no. And there's a whole room full of people, right? And it's dark and you can hear like a pin drop. You can hear a pin drop. So I was like, I'm not going to be the girl that waltzes on out of here. You hear the toilet flush. I was like, I can't. I can't disturb everybody's peace. It was a 75 minute sound bath. So I'm sitting there for the first 30 oh. minutes, like in pain. Like I'm going through all the things of like my urine, not relaxing, and, like, not relaxing. UTI, UTI, yeah. I'm gonna get a UTI <laughs> from this. So then I was like, I just I look at Robbie, like open his eyes, and I was like, I need to pee. And he goes, Go. So I was like, Okay, that's what I needed. You know, yeah. I just needed the somebody to tell me to go. So I went up and I went. Obviously, these people plan for these things. So the toilet flush, you can't hear it because it's like the bathrooms in the back. Oh, nice. So anyways, the last half of it, I really got to enjoy because I was like bladder empty, total peace and zen. And then it was like I had a serendipitous moment. Oh, a life lesson, if you will. Tell me about it. If you need to do something and your body's <laughs> physically telling you to do something, just do it. <laughs> if you're putting something off, if you're procrastinating something in life right now, just get it done. Mm. Stop procrastinating. Stop putting it off till tomorrow. Do it now. Mm. You're going to be happier. That's my life lesson Unless from the like sound bath. Pooping your pants if you can wait. Well, no, but I'm. If you're walking the dog right. and you have to poop your pants, don't do it. Don't I need do it. it more. Girl, take that piss. I yeah. need it more <laughs> metaphorically. If there's something that you're procrastinating on in life, this is your sign. I just like. To I like to point out every once in a while when I can feel listeners rolling their eyes, and I think a lot of non-LA <laughs> listeners are rolling their eyes that you went to a 75-minute sound bath. Yeah, it's a very LA. <laughs> nonsensical thing it is a very la thing like i I've, I've sound baths have really kind of taken off like i feel what, like can you explain what one is just for people who don't know so it's it's basically like a deep meditation and they like make all these sounds like gongs and yeah. rain sticks and there's like a ocean sound and it's it's basically like a meditation where it's supposed to get you into like a really really deep relaxed state relaxed state i've never again i went to this i was invited as a guest so uh -huh. this isn't something that i've ever sought out on my own but i do know a lot of people that how much do, do people it. pay you were a guest but how much would a person pay for i it? would assume it's like a workout class uh-huh that's what i would assume right? yeah it's like, like a, a yoga class yeah, maybe like 20 bucks i guess depends on what kind of where you're going for your sound bath. Yeah. right, right. Yeah. you lay on a mat yeah, it's like you yeah. lay on a mat and you and lay I, down. And I imagine if it's 75 minutes, it's actually probably like $25. No, it's probably more than that. 30? I would give it a 45 range. Really? Yeah. It's like a spa. Like Workout classes can range from anything from like, I think like 15 to $30. Mm -hmm. In LA, it's not a workout though. But I'm, I'm just putting it in that category because I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's not like a massage. No, but. 
I did. I told you all went to that birthday party and it was a sound bath and Jay Shetty led the meditation before. And I was like, this is peak L.A. Like that <laughs> yeah, was that peak is. L.A. And I did have a hard time for the first uh, like 10 minutes relaxing because I had jeans on. I don't recommend wearing jeans to mm. a sound bath. Tight jeans. You got to wear sweats. Got to wear something cozy. Speaking of Jay Shetty, we went yeah, to his show. I was going to ask you about it. It was so amazing. Who is Jay Shetty again Jay for Shetty people who may not know? Is <laughs> We're a... not interviewing him, but we'll do a quick intro. He <laughs> said he would come on the podcast, by the way. I've asked him to come on and he's so down. It's just a matter of scheduling. Because uh, okay. you know we got to have him in yeah, studio. Like Camilla. It was like Camilla coming over to watch Grey's with you. No, just no. Just scheduling. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I'm just kidding. I believe Jay's a very busy person right now, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a scheduling issue. And you know we're only doing it in studios, so. Right. That's right. It's a tough, tough, tough one when he's on tour. <laughs> but um, the show was incredible. He is, uh, he's an author. He's a New York Times bestselling author. Mm. Actually, his book, his new book, came out the same exact day as The Sunshine Mind. Mm-hmm. One of us was a one of us was a New York Times bestseller again, and one of us was not. I'll let you guys figure that one out. Um, but he is—he um, used to be a monk. He used to be a monk, and now he it has a job. He has a, a really great podcast. He's helps people find their purpose. But um, so he's going on tour. This tour—it's like the show for—it's called Love Rules, which is kind of like off based off of his new book. And he just has this thing where like. There was a couple things he mentioned in his show that there's um there's like these there's this thing that you can Google. It's like a list of 36 questions to get to know someone. And he mentioned it in his show. And so Robbie and I did it on Saturday night before we went to the birthday dinner. The two of us just went and got a drink um solo for like some alone time. And we went through the list of 36. And they're kind of silly. Like you would read them and think like, oh, we already know all this stuff about each other. But it really can spark yeah. interesting conversation. Like, you know. Uh, what's something you regret from your child or the way you were raised? Mm -hmm. And like, uh, if you knew you were going to die in a year, what would you do differently now? And like, just things that they sound like surface level when you read the questions, but they really spark conversation. Sparked a really yeah. interesting conversation for the two of us Is after it 36 questions to fall in love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. New York Times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. But the show, if, if he's coming to a city near you, I highly recommend Jay Shetty's show because it was really, really cool. He's a very well-connected man. He knows everybody. Everyone knows Jay Shetty. Yeah. And it's funny because we were at the show and Matthew Hussey was there with his fiance. Oh, yeah. So we got to spend a lot of time with like Robbie and I spent a lot of time talking to him and his fiance and they're lovely. We always see him, Matthew, at like Jay Shetty things. It's so funny. Like that's like our common yeah. thread. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like I met Matthew Hussey at, at Jay his last Shetty. Thing. Yeah. 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 Um, I met some scrubbers. Oh. Oh. <gasps> What? I met a couple scrubbers, maybe a handful of scrubbers at Jay Shetty's show. Okay. One of them DMs me the next day, the picture of us. And she says, I have to tell you, I was hemming and hawing if I was going to buy a ticket to this show because I couldn't go with anybody and I didn't want to go alone. And I read your chapter in your book about being independent and I ended up buying the ticket to the show. And then I ended up meeting you at the wow. show. How crazy is that? Don't procrastinate. Just Don't do procrastinate. it. Just do it. I found that. And she's like, sent me the picture of the chapter in my book that she read. And I was like, wow. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it was like a full circle moment. It was a total 180. 360. Well, that's two circles, isn't it? I never know. 360, you're facing the same direction again. You just, it's a spin. Meaning, but meaning like, 
Oh, it made you a covered full, all the so, bases. Oh, okay. So eighty is just turning around. One eighty is turning around. I mean, one eighty is turning around. Seven twenty would be a full <laughs> loop, and then you end up in a different spot. So you get like two versions of it. <laughs> but I've never heard anybody say that, so I don't think that's seven twenty is still be facing the same place. No, seven twenty is a spin and a half. No, three sixty times two is seven twenty. So you're going twice. Uh, Five forty. I'm sorry. <laughs> Five forty is spin and a half. Oh wow! Oh, math is not uh, our strong suit here, yeah. but that's not important. Wait, did Wait. you see? Um, Okay, do you know who Chris Olsen is? He's a big TikToker and he's friends with Megan Trainer. No. I know who he is, but I don't know much about him. So he posted a carousel images and mm-hmm. the, the first photo is him kissing a guy and the tag is Ryan Trainer. Megan's Ryan brother. Trainer? Oh. And then multiple photos of them kissing. But they're really close and I can't tell if Ryan's like like no one's really saying anything about it and i'm like confused because it felt like a big deal that they if they if it was like a hard launch or if it was just like their close friends maybe we can ask megan she's coming on the radio show this week yeah yes please find out and report back (laughs) but write that down wait before we move on i did want to ask you because we got a note from last week's episode yeah that's an intimate embrace right and they're kissing yeah um, I want before we moved on, I wanted okay. to ask you because this was in notes from last week's episode. How do you feel that you have a love song from Haley that's not a breakup song out? It feels so nice. And I've been waiting for I, I was like, maybe the song's never gonna get released because it's too it's not a breakup song. Maybe she only wants me to be the sad one. The one that makes you makes her sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy and sad at the same time. Very Casey oh, Musgraves. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it feels really good, and I love the song. It's been one of my like when she sent me the um, d- like the wave. No, the demo or something. <laughs> What's the wave? The wave file. Nice. <laughs> Is that like the nerdy talk? Yeah, yeah. technical. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, when she sent me the wave, uh-huh. I was like, oh my gosh, I love this song, and I actually think we had kind of gotten into like a little bit of a tiff. This is when we first started dating. This was 2018, and I had gone to iHeart Festival in Vegas, and we kind of had like, it was kind of like a difficult oh, time. I remember this. Because... Were you wearing the red jumpsuit? Was that that time? I think so. The I remember jumpsuit? coming to your room and you like telling me about no, it. No, that wasn't that oh. one. That was oh. the year before. Um, but we went to, I went to iHeart and it was just hard because she was, she was, we were still in the beginning stages. We didn't get to see each other a lot. And it was like, you know, that was all when it was all bachelor guys. Yeah. And then it would be like me and Ashley, if she got to, if she was able to go. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I just feel like you're going to be, you know, surrounded by all the bachelor guys. And we had kind of got into an argument. I'm like, this is my work. Like, this is just, you know part of the work part and then she wrote that song oh, and one wow. of the lines is like whenever whenever i'm with you i already miss you that's how we were we were like so obsessive that it was like even when we were together it was like anticipating the moment that we weren't going to be together oh my god i know so deep but, but yeah i still really kind good. of in that phase now. i know i know yeah. i like hate it that it's tough being it's tough being with someone that you hate being apart from in any capacity it's the goal isn't it i know it's the best and it's the worst when they travel a lot (laughs) yeah i know that would really it's funny because when becca said she couldn't go to the sound bath on sunday i was like can robbie come like really was just like quick to oh yeah immediately replace me bring him in (laughs) yeah 
It like it, it was actually within seconds. I said, oh, "I have a birthday party. I'm not. I don't think I can. I don't know what time it's going to be over, so I don't want to commit, take up a spot." And within thirty seconds, Tanya had me replaced. It, it's like that sometimes. I want to talk about the Oscars, but I think we should take a break and come back. Yeah, sounds good. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York.
All right. We're back with Oscars recap. (laughs) Where do we start? First, I would like to say that I feel like being the host of the Oscar or any award show like that would be very challenging. Sure. But sometimes I'm just like, could it, could we do it without having someone having to have like kind of like weird jokes the whole time? We did that. We tried that. Didn't go so yeah. Yeah. Oh, they did when a was no that? Host. I think it was 2020. It and was it a didn't few go years well. ago. It, they still take up time. Like they still fill the time with like a weird thing. I think I don't know that people were like walking into the. It's just. I think I like Trevor Noah. He, well, does, he does the, the Grammys, Grammys, right? So are yeah. you saying you didn't like Jimmy? Because I thought Jimmy was phenomenal last night. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes his jokes, I'm just kind of like, the Nicole Kidman joke had me oh, rolling on the floor because, because I just find that I, I'm always quoting the. Can you say sometimes it heartbreak feels good in a place like this? Yeah, like I'm constantly. Like, I find it just so entertaining that Australian commercial. Accent. Yeah. So when he made that joke, I was like, oh my gosh, I never thought of it that way. Like, thank you for telling the people who are already at the movies to go to the movies. Yeah. There was no host in 1920 or 21. 1920? 2019, 2020, and 2021. Three straight years, there was no host. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, been there, done that. It was Yeah, I just think it's a hard job. Like, I'm not... It's a thankless job. It's a very hard job. Yeah, like, you're going to get criticized no matter what. As we're hearing now. I know. Yeah. I just I thought he was really good, actually. I thought his monologue was pretty perfect. The way he addressed the Will Smith situation was very funny. Mm-hmm. You maybe like I missed the... that. Maybe I was napping during that. Oh, he <laughs> basically monologue? said, like, if you if you do anything, like any act of violence, if you come out here, Didn't you will say... be awarded yeah, the Oscar yeah, like for the best speech in the 19 or... minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I just was kind of like, eh. oh, Sometimes. you weren't into it. I like Lady when he said, uh, this is the category that caused the ruckus last year. So hopefully it goes off without a hitch and without oh. hitch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe clever. it's better than I'm giving him credit for. Now that y'all are recapping I mean, the jokes. I thought so, but to each their own. You yeah, know. I thought it was pretty good. And he's like, I look out of here and I just saw so many beautiful people and I wonder if Ozempic is for me. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. We haven't talked about Ozempic on the podcast. No. That is a hard-hitting topic. It is a hard hit. It's like trending on Twitter all the time. Anytime there's a celebrity who's like Go, has a transformation, losing, yeah, it's, it's immediately the O. But it is apparently it is. I know, like people it's who rampant. actually need it for their health reasons cannot get it because people are using it to lose I weight, know. and it is such a problem. And I think people are like, "Well, there's no, um, like, there's no ramifications," and I'm like, "I don't know that we know enough yet." No, there's actually stuff coming out that it's like horrible it's causing like all kinds of bad things and the minute you get off of it i remember it was remy remy yeah. bader was talking about it. the minute you get off of it you gain it back and some yeah so it's like what are you just going to use this thing for the rest That's of your life saying. i do think that there's like reasons of need like if there's like people who actually need it and then i think there's also a lot um of benefits to like nutrition and exercise that's like <laughs> There for a reason. If something seems too good to be true, it is, right? I mean, there is no quick fix. There's no No. magic bullet for these things. And also all those commercials, ask your doctor if this is right for you. I think you stay away from those. Right. This may cause internal bleeding, internal (laughs) sleepless nights. Your arm's going to fall off. Every time I see a medicine commercial and the the, like warning comes, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, is this worth it? The thing (laughs) that bothers me about Hollywood is like the lying. If you're taking Ozempic, 
just own up to it because I think the problem is, is like people see this stuff and they think that you actually can look like that with eating greens and uh, sleeping on your back. You know what I mean? It's like that people actually think that and it's just not the case. You know what I mean? And so I actually said this when I was on Jay Shetty's podcast, he's like, if you could make something, I can't remember what the question was, but I was like, I would love on social media if it just disclosed how many filters and what filters people used on their photos. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say what they did, but just say like, here's my photo. And I use, I ran it through Facetune a couple. It's been through Facetune, Tezza, Meza, mm-hmm. this filter, <laughs> whatever, <Meza>? whatever. <laughs> because I just think like, we just need to start being more upfront because it's like people are trying to use, you know, this false reality that people are being fed is just, I think, such a problem. I think though, it's like, it's kind of the, is it lying if they're not just blatant? I get what you're saying, but is it lying? I don't know that anyone's going to straight up ask someone in an interview, like, so are you using Ozempic? I think Khloe Kardashian's been asked, and I think Kyle Richards has and been asked. And they're just asked. like, no? Yeah, they're denying it. They deny it. I, who knows? I actually don't know for a fact, but... <laughs> yeah. No it's, one... Yeah. There's a lot of chatter about it. But I did... I watched this, like... I don't even know if it was called a documentary, but this, like, uh, piece on it, and it was interviewing people like this guy who has di- diabetes and like, he was like, I, I can't literally can't find it anywhere. Yeah, it's really bad. So I think they've got to figure out a solution to where the people who need it have access to it. And like, there's no increase in like the price or whatever. And then if people want to be on it and take that risk for themselves, then there's right. another option. Right. No judgment here. <laughs> this is a judge free zone, Judgment-free but I do zone. think the people that need it need access to it first. Yeah. Um, okay, anyways, back to the Oscars. Um, well, I think we should start with the carpet because that's the pre-show. Okay. And there's one person in particular that's getting a lot of pickup, and that's Ashley Graham. Yes. And the two interviews in particular were the interview she did with Hugh Grant and Pedro Pascal. Yes. It's interesting. We have different... Mark and I were discussing it this morning, and we have different opinions. And so I'm curious to hear what you. Well, what are your opinions? Well, I, I mean, I'm surprised. Uh, well, what what happened for those who didn't watch? That's yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> Ashley Graham asked Hugh Grant some questions. He did not seem to like those questions or have any answers for those questions, and it's incredibly uncomfortable because he's being obstinate. But in my opinion, her questions were such generic garbage that I kind of understand where he's coming from. Like, why bring him over for an interview if you have absolutely nothing to ask him except who are you looking forward to seeing and how did you enjoy being in Glass Onion, which he's in for five seconds. Right. So I, I thought her questions were so lame and standard that I get why he was being a little bit weird, but I guess he's the one taking the majority of the heat online. Yeah. So it's interesting because the, the interview is so awkward. Like, you can literally feel it when you're watching it. Mm-hmm. It's so uncomfortable. My first thought was, he's a dick. Because he looked like a dick in that interview. I could see him coming off as a dick. But my other thought was, yes, I do agree that the questions were a little loosey-goosey. They didn't feel like they had an intention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or well, she wasn't prepped at all. And maybe I'm looking at it from a radio perspective. Correct. She had no prep for Hugh Grant. So when I first saw this, I was a little bit on Ashley's side. Like I was like, dude, you're doing an interview. Like Even if they aren't the best questions, smile and, and be nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then... She did the interview with Pedro Pascal Mm -hmm. and 
basically what happened in that interview is he uh, he said kind of like he's looking forward. You know, Rihanna's performing tonight, right? Yeah. And she was like, no, Rihanna's not performing, but that'd be a great surprise if she did. Yeah. And it was like known that Rihanna was performing by everybody. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like yes. This is like, like this isn't like he you, had inside source. This is like correct. Yeah. This was not inside source. This was out in the public knowledge for many, many weeks leading up to the Oscars. And I'm like, if you're getting the privilege to to host a red carpet at the Oscars, mm-hmm. you don't know who's performing. It's a problem. Yeah. So I don't know where I stand on it because the, the Hugh Grant one, I was on totally on her side because I was like, I think he was he was totally just being a jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I saw that one and I was and like, she maybe clearly didn't do her homework, she didn't do her yeah. homework. and yeah. that's disappointing to me as a, as a, you know, as a journalist who loves doing that, right. you know, yeah. like, I think it just showed a lack of preparation, preparation. Yeah. I think I, I think I reside in the middle on this one because I think Ashley probably most likely 1000% could have been more prepared and asked more questions of like, Hey, was it, um, like a fun, like a fun thing being like, even though you were just a small part of Glass Onion, was it fun like being with that cast or more intentional questions and made it seem like she knew his role and like what he did. But also I feel like he could have just been polite and moved on and not made it like no, uncomfortable totally. for like, everybody. Like he was visibly annoyed. And like, it's like, look, I, as somebody that's done that, been on that side yeah. and especially I remember Billboard Music Awards, you're interviewing people you don't even have a second to, to, to think to, to, think, to prepare, even have a sip yeah. of water. The next person's like right there. Yeah. So everything's coming fast. And like, you can't physically know every single thing about every single person that's coming on. And like, but I feel like there's a happy medium, you know what I mean? About being prepared and, you know, having help and people helping you. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's a happy medium there where you, I'm not going to sit here and say, I've been a hundred percent prepared for every single interview that I'd done. No, and I, that would be my nightmare job doing what she did. Yeah, but I would never. I, do but that. we also see it from that side. I'm sorry to interrupt. No. Um, with you and with seeing what Ryan used to go through on the red carpet. Right. The, the, your people, your producer, prepare for you an ungodly amount of material. Right. And it's very difficult to retain all of that. But, you, but I think Ryan's strategy was always have a couple of things about everybody. Yeah, like so one or two ready. things. Yeah, I think they have to do that. And it just struck me that she did not put the effort in to yeah. do that. And like, again, you do have those generic filler questions that yeah. you can throw out there. Yeah. you know, In a pinch, if somebody's not giving you anything, like, who are you excited to see? Yeah. Or like, what do you love about the Oscars? Or like, what was your favorite movie this year? Who are you rooting for? Yeah. You know what I mean? You, I, to me, whatever. You, I, to me, those, those questions from Ashley weren't offensive, but they're yeah. just generic. And I do think like celebrities, like, especially at a level of, like, Hugh Grant, there's an ego there. For like, sure. I've been on a carpet where someone's interviewed me, and I'm like, they have no idea, like, who, they're like, who is this person? And they just ask the most generic questions, but I'm like, whatever. I but- did an interview last week, and they thought that I hosted a Bachelor Power Hour podcast that I was on the <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres show, and I was just like, whatever. Like- yeah, you just go with it. <laughs> yeah, like, I think, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. Like, That's like- me. <laughs> <laughs> me and Ellen? Way yeah. back. Yeah, thick as thieves. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you... I think there's an ego thing to it too for him where he's like, why am I being asked these like basic questions? But I also think it's a conversation of the, the like respect of a journalist who does this for a living and like being able to see the difference of hiring a journalist who does this for a living and someone who doesn't do this for a living, who just has like a powerful social media presence. Yeah, it's true. And like the thing is too, like you really can, 
I remember the first award show that I ever did. I buried myself in prep. I, I watched this. every single thing. I watched tons of interviews with everybody. And it's like, it's very 24 seven. Like it is very intense. Yeah. That's what I'm saying though. Like you, when you got that opportunity, you engrossed yourself in like every <laughs> area but of I that. But I do think there's a happy medium. You know what I mean? I, I do don't too. think you need to. And that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think it was like, oh, she did a terrible job. I think it was just like, same thing like when we interview guests, sometimes we're just like not prepared and you can tell in the interview. Well, yeah. that's another thing is sometimes you prepare for all those people and then somebody who's not even on the list shows up totally. and they say five <laughs> seconds beforehand, hey, you got Hugh Grant. Here comes Hugh Grant. And you're like, oh, okay. But I know some people who say no. Like if you're not, if they're not prepped for that person, they're not going to interview them. I think that's smart. I do too. <laughs> tell me about Notting Hill. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> right. Like, oh, man. Because there's nothing worse than, like, especially in a live interview, saying the wrong, like, stat. Or there was some other reporter that um, said to Kate Hudson that she had won an Oscar before and she had to, like, correct her. You oh. know, it's like there's nothing more uncomfortable what a than, dagger. Like, like, no, I yeah. haven't won an Oscar. Right. I will like, say, too, ugh. Pedro Pascal is, like, one of the biggest, like, most talked about celebrities. So for that to be the one I where know. she kind of had a moment is unfortunate. Unfortunate. I have to say, Cara Delevingne is having a redemption moment <laughs> yeah she looked good last she looked night amazing like she was one of my favorite best dress for like the oscars and the after, after party, party yeah. yeah she really rocked it and you know white was a very beautiful theme i felt like there's a lot of people in white last yeah. night mm -hmm. sophia carson was one of those girls she looked stunning and her performance was amazing i got chills yeah she was Is it amazing. called a choir it's a choir, the singers in the back. Yes. And sure. then the people, the instruments, an orchestra, mm -hmm. right? So she had an orchestra and a choir. Yeah, that's cool. It was really, really special. Well, um, Everything Everywhere All at Once was clearly the big winner. Have you watched it? Yeah, we watched it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it's very emotional. Like, it's a very, like, I mean, it, there's a lot going on. Like, you got to yeah, stay with crazy. it. Yeah, it's crazy. I actually kind of wish I had seen it in theaters because it felt like one of those that you needed to just be like... Mm -hmm really into like watching every moment but it's very emotional and i was just like so ever the speeches were so emotional like it was just beautiful i um, loved it i like that they weren't playing people off a couple a couple of people were a little snoozy and long but for the most part they were very emotional speeches and very sweet that they just let them go well i want to talk about jamie lee curtis mm -hmm. because so she wins for best supporting actress right yeah but she's been doing a lot of press leading up to the Oscars and she was saying something that I think maybe Becca you can help with because you have Haley the concert matinee the concert, concert. The matinee concert because yeah. what a brilliant idea so she said so she said why doesn't Coldplay do a 1 p.m. like a matinee showing of their concert because she like myself I'm sure has like a nine o'clock bedtime <laughs> and yeah. doesn't want to go to a show that starts at nine when there's an opening act. And I, I was like, so I much. would love, a, I also love day drinking. I'm like, how fun would it be to go to a Charlie Puth show at 1 PM on a Saturday day drink, enjoy the show, rage, go home, have a meal and get in bed at my normal time. That's a great idea. However, most people work. No, no. on the weekends. Or, Not during or, the week. or a double header. Hey, at the IKEA Forum, Harry could have done a show at one yeah. and then a show at eight. Yeah. What a. You guys, people have to work those On shows. On a Saturday? 
I think oh, no, weekend so you did, matinees would be phenomenal. I think, I so think too. the weekend matinees great, but if you play a show on Saturday and you're ha- or Friday and you're having to get on your bus and head to the next thing, that's a lo- big turnaround for an artist. I'm not saying they have to do all their shows. What I'm saying, if you are in somewhere and it is a weekend, like a Saturday or a Sunday, and you could do a matinee, I think it would take off. I think a Vegas residency matinee really makes sense because they just have the stage set up but I think like a traveling touring artist I think that's a lot unless you have like Taylor Swift who has like you know a lot of equipment that you have to like rush to the next venue Taylor could do five shows in a day and sell all of them out I mean this is also a way for the artists to do more shows and make more money yeah Artists, we're really speaking to you. We want to make you more money. That's what we're talking about. But my thing is, even if it's not 1 p.m., what about like a 7 p.m. start? Why are they all starting so So late? late. Yeah, like 5. Yeah. I mean, most people get off at 5. So if they could get to the venue by 7, I think. We're talking weekends here. I'm talking realistic. Artists don't just perform on a weekend. I'm talking, I like the idea of starting earlier, but like giving people, seven feels realistic. Have the opener start at six. Okay. I I would be down with opener at six. Okay. I'm not doing opener at seven though. Opener. (laughs) It's too late. Headliner going on at nine is like standard and I don't get it. I don't either. I just think day drinking is so fun. (laughs) You're not drinking anymore. Not uh, not it's not like a if an, an infinity. It's oh. just like we're not drinking. Uh, we're not drinking. Uh, but you're okay. living. Uh, but we are having sure. a drink. Uh. You know what I mean? We're not drinking. Uh, we're having a drink. But you said day uh. drinking uh, is fun. Drink. Uh, day drink. Uh. Just a single drink uh, during the day. Yeah. I think like you'll be I'm ready to sleep is- by the time. <laughs> <laughs> the show starts. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm not saying I'm not drinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not drinking. Uh, but I'll have a drink here and there. You, you know are I mean? having caffeine today. We should I address have a little, this. Yeah, yeah. I'm having a little green tea it's a, today. It's a venti, so it's not well, little. It's, yeah, but I'm just <laughs> sipping it slightly. This morning she was on shrooms. Yes, yeah. I'm shrooming in are the, the morning. Are the shrooms not holding, holding up No, so on tough days? So these mushroom drinks, these are all like you buy them at the grocery store. This isn't not, and I'm not like getting this at Med No, these men. aren't psychedelics. <laughs> Correct. But they do have, they're supposed to have the same to- sort of adaptogenic energy boosting that coffee does just in a different way. So that's why I switched to mushrooms instead of just going cold turkey. Um, and, you know, we're here. <laughs> Drinking caffeine. <laughs> just a little, just the time change really messed me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hopefully they got that eye, eye shift on camera anyway, right there. <laughs> anyway, I think we should go come back and do some emails. Did we recap enough of the Oscars? Did anything Probably else happen? Probably not. No, a lot of stuff happened. Rihanna? You want to touch on Rihanna? The Vanity Fair after party? Oh, Lady Gaga's Wait, performance? Have you been to a uh, Vanity Fair after party? No. What oh. about, why would I be at a Vanity Fair I don't after know, party? but they seem to be... <laughs> the spot. The spot. Yeah. I gotta get somebody that's been in there. Why? I just find it so... It's just like this giant thing. So I don't know if you know, but... They basically build this structure. I know. I've been texting her all morning and she's like crickets on me. They did get in and out because I saw there was like they were serving in and out burgers at the Vanity Fair after party. Um, They build this structure on Crescent Boulevard. So it's like the street just shuts off and they build this looks like a tent almost. 
Yeah. I don't know. But the whole city just turns into a, a mm-hmm. an Oscar thing. Like we tried to go get a drink Saturday before our birthday dinner and they were like, so sorry, we're having a private event here for the Oscars. And we were like, this is Where why I come it? out to Thousand Oaks. We never have any issues out yeah, there. Yeah, a lot of issues in LA. They should bring but... the Oscar parties to Thousand Oaks. No, yeah. I, I'm telling but you. But it's, it's like, nice if you think there. about it's like that party is the one. The one. It's like, like the Met Gala. Think about everybody that was there. It is like that, but I think it's better than the Met Gala. Like, there's more people at the Vanity Fair party than at the Met Gala in my Like, viewing. more people that you care about? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like everybody. It's actors. It's actors. Christina Aguilera was there. That's random. I know, a random throw Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, <laughs> unexpected. Gigi Hadid and the Jenners were there. That's not what I would expect Adam, to say. Uh, Adam. Divine. No, Adam. Levine. Levine and Bahati <laughs> were there cool. for the first time. Do we care? You're naming people that we see all the time. Who Who was there that you were like, I cannot believe they were in a room together? Everybody that was there. Jenner's and Hadid's. We, they're always at everything. <laughs> Jenner's, Hadid's, Haley Bieber was there. Oh, we see all Halle Berry, I believe, was there. Cara Delevingne was there. Noah Centineo and Lana Condor were there. Are they a thing? No, no, no. They're oh. just from that show. Hold on. Let me I know pull they're up from my... that show, but you I'm sorry, that like movie. they were a couple. They are not. They are not a couple. Yeah, these are all like great people. I'm just saying you're acting like this was like never been seen before. Sounds like these a pretty feel standard like, LA yeah, party. Yeah. What? <laughs> Kate Hudson was there. I was at a party with Kate Hudson. Yeah. Joe Come on. Jonas and Sophie Turner were there. I, I you them see them Chili's all the time. The <laughs> Saldana was there. I do love a Zoe Saldana. Madeline Klein. Madeline Klein. <laughs> Tiara. Billie Bates. Eilish and her boyfriend. Wow. Which people are not on board for. TikTok does not like oh, really? Billie Eilish's uh, boyfriend. Florence Pugh. Channing Tatum, Michelle Yeoh. Did I mention Cara Delevingne? A times. Yeah. Austin Butler and Kaya Gerber, Sean Mendes, Sabrina wait, Carpenter. Wait, I wanted to talk about the. Um, Shall Austin, I go on? Austin Butler, because Vanessa Hudgens did an Oscar uh, live red carpet. I wish he would have gone talk to her. Well, of course they're going to not do that, that to her. Been that would so be so good. dirty if the producers did that to her. Would it be? That would yes. be great content. It would be it would be messed up of the producers if they did that to her. I think so. But this is Hollywood. They like to do that stuff. We have yeah. to break. So while you can keep researching celebrities. <laughs> the Heim bre- sisters okay. were there. David Spade. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Spade was there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you keep researching and we'll be right back. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. 
With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Olivia Wilde was there. Jennifer (laughs) Coolidge was there. Miranda Kerr and her husband, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend were there. Naomi Watts was there. Sophia Vergara was there. But what is your overall point here? Is you wish you had been there? Um... Well, no, I was working. <laughs> I, was, I was working last night, working gal. But I just like the star power in the room. I just want to know what the vibe is, what people are doing, mm-hmm. what groups people are in. You right. know, like yeah. who's talking to who? Mm-hmm. Was it Sharon Stone that Austin Butler was talking to? I have no idea. <laughs> I just. <laughs> No, Monica Lewinsky was there. No, and also there was like I I was watching these videos and I didn't realize the length of the line of people when you're like taking your photos before you go into the Vanity Fair party. The line is so long. I'm like that's my least favorite. I I skip it every time. Like Ali will be like, 
like if I go to a party that has like a carpet like that and there's like actual celebrities there, I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Like I'm not going after Kate Hudson. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like I think that's okay. I'll get an event, a fit photo at the event yeah. on my iPhone. Yeah. Um Okay, so you have direct access to knowing exactly what it was like through your future maid of honor, Pauline. I know. You know what? And by the way, we should put a pin in that. We should put a pin in that and come back to it because you're just so willy nilly about even wanting the (laughs) maid of honor. Is that making you want me more? And it's making me. No, it's making me upset. Oh, no. Why? Because you don't even want to be my maid of honor. It's an honor to be my maid of honor. You don't even want it. But what about like being a bridesmaid and getting to be a part and like handing it off to someone who's going to be more responsible and organized and like make you less stressed? You know what that sounds like to me? What? That sounds like reverse psychology gaslighting. (laughs) You're gaslighting me and I don't like it. Reverse psychology gaslighting. That's a bad combo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That feels, I'm going to have to deep dive into what that looks they like. They call it RPGL. Because, it's a major RPGL, yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, just letting you know so how you I feel. So you want me to fight for it? I mean, no, I don't want you to do anything that you don't want this to do. This is a but great example of wanting what you don't have. Huh? Wanting what you can't have. Or wanting what isn't interested, right? Makes you want it more. Like you want me to try more, but then I put in the effort and you're like, ah, I had to go with Paulina because she's more organized. And then I'm just like, right. Like I'm trying to figure out if you're just, are you gaslighting me? Maybe. <laughs> Could be a mutual gaslighting. Yeah. Here. Are we gaslighting? Gaslighting? Are you gaslighting? Gaslighting. Well, I'll be more, I'll be more, uh, and I'll fight for it. All right. I don't know what I got to do to prove myself. I've put on some pretty good parties last minute, so I feel. I think there's a reality show here. Who wants to be Tanya's maid of honor? I know, and I, I think that you would be a great maid of honor. I would be. I know. Like I think I you would rise to the occasion. Given the opportunity yet? <laughs> I think but you would rise to the occasion. I think I would too. I know I yeah. would. One yeah. thing about me, it might be a disaster up until the final moment but the final gonna product be is so good good what yeah. do we get what, we get three or four or whatever content we bring them on the podcast and we each ask them questions and then at the end we choose tanya's maid of honor <laughs> oh wow like like she does a multiple choice like what what would be my preference of cake <laughs> yes stuff like cake. that and she stuff doesn't like have that. final say it's it's us <laughs> well i i think that'd be fun but yeah. i think tanya should probably have final say uh-huh. <laughs> Anywho. Like, which of these items would I want at my bachelorette yeah. party? Oh, Penis straws? Yes, you know, she that probably sort does. Of thing. And then, Even though I wouldn't choose that personally, I think she'd want that. Would you want penis straws? I think uh, a little penis never hurt nobody. <laughs> a little penis never Amen. hurt nobody. Yeah. Like tasteful, tasteful ween. Tasteful penis. <laughs> tasteful ween. There's our yeah. title, Easty. Tasteful yeah. ween is the title of this episode. <laughs> we have a good email that will... It's, it brings in the ween. All right. Bring yeah. it in, ween. So Anonymous. Maybe, I mean, Mark. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Becca and Tanya. I'm a recent scrubber who needs some advice. My fiance is a best friend who is a girl. They talk and text every day. They talk about everything. For Christmas, he gifted her a date night package for her and her boyfriend, which consisted of movie tickets and lube. No. When he told me about the yeah. lube part, it made me feel weirded out at first. I know they talk about everything, but this to me was something I wasn't used to. Today they were talking and he casually called her sweetie. Now he does call other people love, 
But when that happened, it made me think how him and her, they don't really have boundaries, and I'm not sure exactly what to feel or what to do. <laughs> One thing about me that I have realized about myself in my current relationship, I am a little bit jealous. This would be so that this would have never gotten to this point no, for that's, me. I was gonna say the exact same thing. It would not get to the point. If if Robbie bought any woman lube, I don't even I, She could be married, doesn't matter. It could be a family member of it could his. Be a sister. I didn't, like he doesn't have sisters, but it would really bother me. That um, is such a personal <laughs> Doing nice things for somebody is totally fine. If he wants to get her like a, a couple's massage, like if it's a good friend of his, a couple's massage, buying lube for some a girl, I just think it's so inappropriate. I think that this is always, this is like an age old conversation. Can you have a best friend of the opposite sex when you're in a relationship? And a lot of people, this is like a very touchy subject for a lot of people because yeah. a lot of people do have best friends of the opposite sex. I just think, and even like, this is even more interesting for me because I'm dating a woman who has both male and really close female friends. So it's right. like, where's the boundary, you know? Right. Because like, think of how close we are and what we talk about. True. You know? Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's like, I love you so much, but like, I don't have the feelings that I have for Haley. True. You know, so I can't expect her, every relationship she has to be the same. But I think that when you are in a relationship, you have to be able to set those boundaries of what you're comfortable with. And I just feel like maybe no boundaries have been set ever. Boundaries (laughs) are the fruit of life. Let me tell you, they are such an incredible, powerful tool that I just don't think, and I'd be interested to know how old does she say how old she, she is? She did not. Oh. Well, like, I did not start setting boundaries in my life until my 30s. And I am upset that I didn't start earlier in my life. Yeah. Boundaries are very important. So important. But like, do we think he's planning date nights and buying his girlfriend Lou, or Lube. fiance? Fiance. Lube. And like, is he doing the same types of things for his own relationship? I just feel like it's a very, the whole thing's I'm sure intimate. He's a thoughtful guy. He's probably buying her lube, handcuffs, whatever. Like, intimate though. That is an intimate gift for a friend. The lube would not fly with me. <laughs> so, what, so what does she need to do here? She needs to talk to her fiance and say, look, you're going to cool she's gonna with say you this. guys being besties, best friends. We got to draw the line here. She's going to say, I, you know what I love about you? <laughs> I love that you are a loyal man and you and Eudora Eudora have been such good friends for so many years. And I think that's wonderful. I love your loyalty. It's one of the most amazing qualities I love about you. Something about this relationship that's really important to me is the respect that we have for each other. That has been a core foundation of our relationship from the very beginning. And I feel as though when you give another woman lube, it's a little bit disrespectful to me and it makes me feel a certain type of way. I'm sorry. It makes me feel that, you don't know, no, you don't have to say sorry. It makes me feel that way. It makes me feel uncomfortable. And if you would like to respect me and respect those boundaries, that would be really much appreciated. Why? I was just giving her, it was like a date night for her and this guy. It's not like I'm flirting or something. Like I was just getting them movie and lube like so they can have a great night together. What's the big deal? I'm not expecting you to understand how it makes me feel. I know we're very different people, 
but this is the way that it makes me feel and it makes me feel uncomfortable and it makes me feel disrespected. So I'm asking you as your fiance, if you would please respect me and set some boundaries there. Thank you. I love you so much. I think that's great. I think you acknowledging that you love his friendship that he has with her and it's never bothered you, but I think lube is a very intimate gift and it makes you uncomfortable and just set that boundary. If yeah. you're like, take Tanya's script and write it down. It was solid. Thanks so much, yeah. guys. Uh, good luck to you, Anonymous. Here's another one that continues the ween. Uh, she's 20, boyfriend's 30. They've been together just under two years and everything's pretty great. We live together. We get along Hold with on. each other. This girl has a boyfriend. What is the boyfriend thinking of this other guy buying her a date night in lube? <laughs> like, yeah. That is point. also <laughs> like if, if, if a guy bought your wife's lube that's in a, a good date point. night. Right. That's true. And then she pulls it out. She's like, hey, Jimmy got us this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's weird. That's a good point. And you could she could add that perhaps to her. Yeah. Spiel. Yeah. I would bet the, the friend isn't even like. Even if it was like a joke, the friend is probably like extremely weirded out by this. I think this man is stepping over so many boundaries in every aspect of his life. Could be. Like even the girls like, like yeah. even, uh, even the friend is like, Why'd uh, you buy- right? The girls like, Again? thanks. <laughs> a new lube. Like, yeah. I don't need lube. I still have the one from last Christmas. You yeah. got me. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is a longer one, so I'll just kind of sum it up here. But you Here's said the- she's twenty nine, right? This is this new one. Oh, yeah. Sorry, so yeah. Let's not mix our emails together. <laughs> Uh, he has severe, everything's great. Love, relationship's going great. But my boyfriend has uh, severe depression and anxiety. He won't go to therapy like I'd like him to, but he has, he's on some medication from a psychiatrist. The meds make it hard for him sexually. He can get aroused, but he doesn't often finish. Oh, no. I feel like I should add that it's a super common side effect of this particular medication. But because he doesn't finish, I find myself not wanting to have sex. Mm. He goes out of his way to make it enjoyable for me. So I think it's a mental thing on my part. The idea of feeling like I'm not good enough for him or not he's not attracted to me, even though I know what the situation is. I know it's the medication. He told me that's not the case. I'm not sure, but it's been at least three months since we've had sex. I hate the idea of bringing it up because I don't want to make this about me and my feelings or to make him feel bad. When we first started having sex, we talked about it a bit, and he said that I was making him feel insecure because it was obvious that I was upset that he didn't finish, and he can't help it because of the medication. I feel bad I made him feel that way. But yes, physically I want to. Emotionally, I feel crappy after we do it, and I'm satisfied, and he isn't satisfied. More details. Sorry if it's TMI, Becca. I know Tanya won't feel that way. Ha ha. He can typically get himself to finish with his hand, but it's kind of a process, and then he wants me to try harder, but then, you know, it takes 40 minutes, and then I try with my mouth for 20 more minutes, and then my jaw hurts. Anyway... Any advice on how to help, how to talk to him about sex or things I can tell myself to not feel so crappy when he doesn't get his happy ending? Thank you for the disclaimer. That makes me emotional. I think it's, I think obviously you love him so much and this is, you're really making an effort to not be selfish or make it all about you. But I, I think that it's just sitting down and having a conversation and also maybe Going to like a sex therapist or seeing... I was going to suggest finding somebody that specializes in this because I think that I understand how you're feeling Mm -hmm. because I think obviously even even you knowing that the medication, this is a side effect, you're going to feel like a failure. You're going to feel like all those things that you were saying. You're not... 
psychologically you can't switch that you know what i mean so i understand why you're feeling that way and i understand why he's feeling the way that he's feeling so it's a matter of just like really listening to each other knowing where each other stands and then getting somebody that can professionally help you in that i'm sure there are people who have dealt with this i'm sure there's tons Mm -hmm. of people who are dealing with this so there's got to be somebody that knows how to navigate it in a better way I think, look at this, there are, there are positives to this that I think we're missing. One is that he's going out of his way to make it enjoyable for her, because he knows yeah. that he's got this situation with the medication. This mm-hmm. is not a physical situation. This is not, it's definitely not a lack of attraction right. or desire. Yeah. This right. is a reaction to his medication. I just think that how many times in sexual history has the male finished and gotten what he wanted and the woman has not? With no apology. No apology. They don't, and men don't care. (laughs) They move on. I mean, some do. Look, I don't mean to generalize, but generally speaking, they're like, thanks, that was great. Hand me the video game controller. This is another reason women are so much better than men, because women really want this to be a mutual thing, where men are perfectly happy with it sometimes, and often not being a mutual thing. Right. So, there are wonderful things here. One is that he's a good guy who really wants you to enjoy yourself, and feels bad about the situation, but wants to make the best of it. And two, that you're so sensitive to this that you almost don't want to if he can't enjoy it yes talking to somebody is a great idea but also focus on the positives here and enjoy yourself because honestly i don't want to get graphic here i just feel like he loves you if he really wants you to have a great time and doesn't care about Mm -hmm. his own enjoyment that is love so don't feel bad about it yeah just enjoy it as much as you can hopefully his situation gets resolved at some point yeah that's what I was going to say. Maybe this is, obviously I don't think it's a permanent thing or maybe it might be a permanent thing. I don't know. But I also think that like talk, talking to someone who maybe can find new ways that bring pleasure because it might, you know how we were talking about there's different sex, what was it? Sex yeah. styles or uh, yeah, like uh, like tantric the, and romantic. Yeah, and, I think people respond differently to things but I think you're trying to like do what's best for the other person, which I agree with Mark. I think it's a beautiful thing that you're both like wanting each other to feel happy and pleased. But I also think the more pressure and stress that you both feel, the more it's not going to happen. So I think you have to find a way to like not put the pressure on it. And if you're able to enjoy yourself and have which happy ending Mm -hmm. then let that be and if he can't and he's you know it's don't put so much pressure on yourself to change that it's just you know you know happy endings like a thing right yeah okay i'm i've only been with a girl (laughs) once no 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 i didn't mean like that i just because you like looked down on the thing saying i was what did she she saw i thought she i thought i saw that and then i was questioning if she had said that yeah there's massage places that do happy Uh i haven't Mm. been to one but that's a thing I have not been to one either. No. Just, Full disclosure. Yeah. <laughs> Do we all say that we haven't? I've not also yeah. been to one. No, only yeah, you? no, I have not been to one either. <laughs> no judgments here, but if you're willing. <laughs> but if you're willing. Um, before we go, so Tanya is cleaning out her apartment, as we know, and she at one point had a beautiful photo of Phoebe in her bathroom, and she brought it to give back to me, which I felt was a little hurtful towards Phoebe. Well, first of all, I stole that from your house. That is your picture frame. But then we agreed that it, it, like, it looked nice in my bathroom. Yeah. yeah. I figured I was doing a nice thing by giving it back to its original owner. But if you would like me to. Yeah, I think that should go to your new home. Okay. 
And then what if you put like a tiny little photo of Sunny and then it was like I their was best friend say, pic? Sunny is going to be upset that she doesn't have a framed photo in the house, but maybe I'll just get one of her. <laughs> yeah, maybe you split half and half. Mm-hmm. Half of Phoebe's face, half of Sunny's face mm-hmm. could be artistic. Mm-hmm. All right. So <laughs> coming back home with me is where we're yeah. going with glad this. We got, glad we got that covered yeah. on air. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we do we have a guest this Thursday? Working on it. We're working on it. We might be back Thursday. We might not. So until then. Yeah. (laughs) We love you all. Love you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com.